Through the magic of audio editing and no help from a flux capacitor, this is Future Nessa. Thank you for going back and listening to our early episodes. Just a quick warning, when we started out, we only had one microphone and the sound quality wasn't very good. You will notice that for these first 10 episodes. But don't worry, starting with episode 11, the sound improves and is much easier to listen to. While we thought about re-recording these early episodes, we felt too much of the natural flow would be lost, so we decided to keep them as they are. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we hope you enjoy them as much as we enjoyed recording them. Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies, Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. In their first trip to the sex apartment, the hosts of the Fresh Ginger Juice podcast, Jose and Ginger, share how they got started in the lifestyle. So we're back at the sex apartment here, and we have uh, Ginger and Jose stopping in. Uh, They have a podcast called Fresh Ginger Juice that has a couple episodes out now, and I know they've recorded a couple more on top of that, and so... Welcome. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. How's my hair? <laughs> How's my makeup? <laughs> so far, so good. We'll see what it's like later. <laughs> what actually got you guys into the lifestyle? What was that first step that made you say, oh, this is something I want to do? Pick it away. You. He, so, you're always so good at telling stories. <laughs> I'm like short and sweet and to the point, and he has all these funny details in between. And yeah, I'll so, chime in. <laughs> so for so for for us, I mean, I I've personally always I've always been an exhibitionist. You know, I've I've always liked to to watch and be watched. So hundred percent at the at the beginning. I didn't think we were going to do anything more than that. I mean, that was, that was it. You know, it's just, it always, the lifestyle always felt like a, like a safe environment to go and watch and be watched without feeling like, a, like, like a creep. Um, we discussed this maybe four years ago, the first time. And, uh, oh, you're in Vegas. Correct. We're still in yeah. Vegas. And at the time, the reason why, why I brought it up is because I kind of saw this, this twinkle. Well, for me, it was I wanted to go out there and and and, and express my, my my exhibitionist streak as well as the 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 voyeur part of it. But I could also see this twinkle of interest in 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 females on her that I didn't think she quite had identified, but I thought it was there. And the whole thing happened because we were talking one day about. Kissing a girl. Good old Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. Good, good, good old Katy Perry. Um, Maybe that's why that kiss was so terrible. She wasn't wearing cherry chapstick. <laughs> so so that, was, that was my whole thing. No, I kissed a girl once. It was terrible. I don't ever want to do it again. 
his comeback line was, you've had bad sex, right? I go, yeah. He goes, but you're still doing it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, all right. (laughs) So that's when we started the conversation four years ago. Um, it It didn't pan out. Back in Vegas, because we, we 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 ran a very tight social circle based on work and everything else that we did. So new city, new 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 um, adventures, new, new adventures, and, and new opportunities to to explore. So that's kind of the the, the nickel tour of how we of how we get into the lifestyle. Now how did you actually find the lifestyle? Because I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, that exists. People do that when they, when they first hear about it. Did you find it or did I find it? So here on a search. And it's not easy finding stuff like this no. searching the World Wide Web. It was it was a it was a Google search and it, and it wasn't very straightforward and she's the one that did it. Back in Vegas I had already been to 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 the clubs over there, and back in Vegas, it was it was a tourist destination. Like everything else was a tourist trap. So you hear about them, you hear about people going to them, you hear about all these parties, all these after hours, and I had checked it out. But here it was it was it was a it was a good old Google search for sex clubs, yeah. or or I, I mean I'm not I'm not sure what she looked up, but it was. It was a good old... Look up sex clubs and it's nothing but like, oh, sex toys. I didn't type in sex toys. I typed in sex club. Okay, so what else could I call this to where I'd start to get results for what I was looking for? Two years in Vegas talking about it and saying, eh, no, that's not a... We can't do that here. We can't do that here. Was it still something you utilized in the bedroom leading up to just something to think about or was it... Just, ah, we're putting that on the back burner for now because we can't do it here. And then it sparked again when you got, when you moved. I'm going to say it sparked again when we moved because it came to the new town, new city, new adventures, trying new things. Let's talk about this. And that's when we started to discuss um, boundaries, what we're okay with, what we're not okay with. And it was also not knowing anybody. I mean, we, we move, we move here a new no one. Yeah. Uh, the, like the, we're at the point now. We have no vanilla friends. <laughs> no vanilla <laughs> friends. We're the same way as if you take away people at work. I, the only people I know, I know from the club. <laughs> same, same. Uh, so we move here, and, and, it, and it was, it was literally a way to pass time because there, 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 there was. You can only go to the bar so many times without conversing with somebody else. So we we felt like that was that was a good way to get out and, and do something out of our comfort zone. And so was your relationship from the beginning rather open, or did you? Is that something you decided along the way? Like, did you guys meet each other and like say, "I'm into this," or uh, was that something that no. happened? Conversations like that really started happening when we moved here. Okay. And so, that was how long into your relationship? Uh, well, we've been together for eight, almost eight years. Okay. May for, for, for six. So we talked about it for the first time four years ago. So we, we were two years into the relationship. Well, three years into the relationship, two years into being married. That was, that was kind of the same that wasn't going to happen. So... 
the the whole conversation happened. It, it would have been two years in, in August, September area, and and again, my I'm the one who brought it up, but my whole idea was never to we're going to go out there and make out with all these other people. My whole thing was just this is a this is a a, a safe place where you can go and see and be seen and not really bother anybody because the, the club atmosphere is very is very safe. You know, you, you you have your boundaries, you put up the chain, don't put up the chain. At the club Jose is talking about, all the rooms have a door and a chain. So if you want privacy, you close the door. If you want an audience, you leave the door open and you put the chain across. However, if you're looking for others to join in, then leave the chain down and the door open to let them know they are welcome. You do what you feel comfortable in and you move on. I mean, that, that was my whole view at the beginning. That, so that was... You joined the lifestyle not specifically to meet other people and swap with other people, but more, hey, this is a place where I know I can go have sex and be watched having sex and then watch other people having sex. To yeah. show off his skills. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Now it sounds like you went out and searched this at this point. I did. I did because he was working. Back out. He he was. I want to say we talked about it. He was working. I was staying home with the kids. Um, so when the kids were at school, I it gave me something to do. Uh, we found the club. Uh, we became members. How long after you became members did you go for the first time? That week. It was immediately. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, Which is odd to find because I, I look at the club's website frequently. The number of people that join and like, oh, we're thinking about going in a year or so. Oh, <laughs> shit. All right, we'll catch you later. <laughs> you two were probably amongst the first people that we that we friend requested very early on. Um, for 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 us, it was it was it was weird because back in Vegas, where I had been to the clubs, there, there wasn't this camaraderie to the website there wasn't there wasn't all this any of this stuff you know you show up you pay your door fees you pay for your three-day membership and you go on so when, when we came here we you know the first thing that we joined during the week and we were going through the website and we we're checking out the different things that the, the different features and everything else and uh, i think we we, we friended we friend requested you guys very early on didn't meet you till till later down the line but by then we had already exchanged some thank you for connecting <laughs> messages. Your first trip to the club. Number one, do you remember what kind of what, what the party was? I don't know if there was a theme. theme. Yeah. Well, there's always a theme, but it, but it was... It the was, only thing I know is that there wasn't sex everywhere like I thought. And one bottle of wine is not enough to get you through a night. <laughs> we, went, we went towards the end of September. And then we didn't... We, Probably didn't go the following couple of weeks, and I think the next one that we went to was the, the Halloween, Halloween one. one. Okay. I know we went to the Halloween one, and then the Love and, ba- love love and Bondage, because that's something that we knew that we were both into. Okay. That's um, something that we learned, not maybe not the first visit, but the second one, mm-hmm. that we were into the whole flogging and type atmosphere. And that we were good at it. And you didn't know that before going to the club, or are you just kind of... So, before Jose and I met, I was I actually just started dabbling in having a dom. Okay. 
because I was a mother of two at the time. I was a manager. I was tired of being in control of everything. And I saw it as an outlet for me to where it's something that I'm not in control of. So that's kind of how I started to get into it. And then when you start a relationship, at least for me, I don't come out with everything that I've done from my past. So it took me a while to be comfortable to talk about some of the shit that I've done. And he was fine. He's like, why didn't you, why didn't you tell me this sooner? It's like, you know, I, I don't want to, you know? So, and that's how, and like, he has a smack that like, people are like, oh, I hear Jose. (laughs) All from a smack. (laughs) So yeah, that was like, I want to say we probably did that the second, our second visit. And that's how we kind of started to also realize something else that we have in common that we didn't know until then. Well, that's really cool. I don't go for blood. I'm not like, don't make me bleed, but I like to see the bruises the next day. So I've been there, you know, (laughs) obviously every newbie walks in the club and you get the tour. Now you said you've been to the clubs, Jose in Vegas. How did a club here compare to what you were used to in Vegas? So the original club was quite smaller than, than what I was, uh, what I had seen, uh, the, the, the club in, 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 in Vegas was a lot more flashy and, 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 uh, it's a third strap is what it is. You, you have your, you have your bachelor, you have your, your, your buses with, uh, bachelorettes and, and, and mainly bachelorettes because the bachelor parties don't go there so much, but you had your bachelor parties. So, cause women, women in Vegas, Get into everything, you know. It's not, it's not like here where, where, where you have your couples area and your in your. So in Vegas, you'll have your couples area that is reserved for couples, but girls get free, free, free range. So you see a lot of that. Um, see a lot of tour buses from the Strip with people that just want to go check it out. So while this one was more engaging, it was also a lot smaller. It still served the purposes for for what we were looking for. Now, Ginger, having never been to a club, I assume you walked in with an expectation. How did it compare to what you were expecting to see? Um, What I was expecting and what I saw are two totally different things. People weren't having sex everywhere because you can't have sex on the pool table. You can't have sex on the bar countertop. And that's what I thought. (laughs) I I thought people were just going to be making out. Like this whole mingling thing. Like, to me, that never crossed my mind. I figured people, it seemed like the website was set up to where you're able to make the connection before you go or meet up for dinner and then go to the club. And that's where you guys, everybody just has sex, literally sex. There's a lot of mingling. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great. The number of couples that go there that never actually even have sex is amazing. Yep. No, sex was not happening everywhere. <laughs> Your first trip to the club, what happened? I think more than we expected in, in, in more ways than one. I mean, it, it was it was right up our alley, or at least right up right up what I kind of come to expect at a club. We uh, we definitely severely underprepared. We went in with one bottle of wine. First of all, I mean, we brought wine to, to, <laughs> to the club. Red wine at that. Um, quickly ran out of that. We had to drive out and pick up um, 
can't remember what we picked up, but it wasn't one. It was, we ended up having to pick up a 12-pack of Yingling <laughs> and heading back to the club. Most sex clubs allow you to bring your own alcoholic beverages as they are typically not allowed to sell them. However, if we can recommend one thing to new couples, drinks are helpful to get over the nerves, but it can be easy to overdo it. Bring enough to get you through the night, but also be aware of your limits. But uh, we did end up having, in the, in the old club, they had the couples area, and we did end up having um, a same room uh, experience with, 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 with another couple. And I don't believe we really met anybody that time. We didn't really connect with anybody. We continued our activity on the website, but we didn't really get to meet anyone that time. No, that's about all we did. Yeah, we walked around a lot. Shot some pool. Yep. Still couldn't begin to tell you who to play with. <laughs> but I know the second time around, we, we, we actually made some connections. Yeah. Yeah, the first time it was where the couple's room is, they were on the big bed. And were we watching? Yeah, they invited us. And they over. invited. And me being new, like, can I touch her? Can I not touch her? Like, you can't do anything unless, you know, you right. ask permission. No. So sure. I'm like, okay, I'll just lay here <laughs> and I'll enjoy what he's given me. <laughs> was that first time fun or was it just kind of like getting over nerves and you? After that, we're kind of like off and running, I guess. Um, I wouldn't say off and running because it... So you have a conversation. If you're a couple, you have a conversation on what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. And you start to have baby steps in loosening what you're okay with or expanding, I guess, on what you're okay with and not okay with. So a little bit at a time, we start opening things up at a time. Um you want to watch the other couple that's in bed with you having sex as well, but yet you kind of feel like a creep watching them, but yet... That means, that means that's, I'm, yeah, I'm not, there for watching. That's, I mean, like, I've been very clear that I was there for that. I'm not a creep. <laughs> so it's getting, getting to realize that it's okay to watch people and not feel like a creep. Yeah. <laughs> so. I am surprised that you say your first trip you didn't interact much with anybody because I've seen you guys walk around the club a lot and you have no problem interacting with people. <laughs> people have no problem interacting with you. So it's, it was, was it that first night? Not knowing. It, just... Probably nerves, not knowing, not knowing anybody I felt was nice. Yeah. I was walking into, I am not going to run in to anybody that I work with. Right. So to me, that was, that was a relief for me. Yeah, you want to know who ran into somebody with the better him than me. Miles, started a brand new company, and who ran into somebody they work with? I did. <laughs> this one. Yeah, I did. But we haven't seen them since. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't even know. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So really some of these people you, you might not ever run into again. Yeah. So we actually really connected with a couple from Dallas one night, and it was two thirty, two forty-five, and the girls like. I want to hang out with you. Come in this room with me. I'm like, it's too... Fuck it. Let's go. All right, we'll go. And right? I mean, the door didn't close more than a minute. People were sh- sh- knocking on the door. Yeah, All right, time to go. Time to go. Like, come to our hotel room. And I'm like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to your hotel room. <laughs> you know, do what you can. If you got five minutes left, take that five minutes. Because if you don't, like we've done that. We went to um, a lake event and we're like, well, 
we had to go home and let the dog out. Where we had to drive was what, 45 minutes yep, to an hour? We're like, so do we drive back? And then we decided not to. Time goes by and we're like, do you want to know something? We should have just gone. We should have driven back, either gotten a room or stayed with somebody just to get out there. Because that's the thing. That's something going into our second year or this being our second year. The thing is we need to get out more, you know, because we do go to the club. You see a lot of the same people and we chat. Right. We catch up. Right. You don't end up having. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, I want to see that person as you're still conversating with the people that you're talking to. So we waste. We we chat more. Yeah. We spend. Sure. Sure. It's not wasted time. (laughs) Um, We spend a lot of time talking and we got to start to play to have stories for the podcast. Right. You know, but so, just for the podcast, I mean, for, yeah. for, for in us. general, for but us. But see, this is great because then we can go back and listen to it. It's like, oh, do you remember that couple on that night that we did this? And you start remembering the people that you've met. Yeah, we do that a lot, too, where we spend quite a bit of time when we, especially when we first get to the club where you are saying, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. And if it's somebody you haven't seen in a while, you you spend a good 10, 15 minutes just catching up and you don't want to give these people slough off because they are our friends. Yeah. They are people that we legitimately enjoy hanging out with, enjoy talking to. And while we may not intend on playing with them that evening, you know, you do feel like you kind of have to give them that that time. We, we run into that kind of that same issue, especially with the bigger events because you have... Correct. More people coming out and more people you haven't seen in a while. And then, you know, you finally get to the point where you're like, okay, I want to kind of maybe talk to these people we haven't talked to or maybe people we've connected on the website with. And For a long time, I would tell new couples that we don't meet people for the first time at the club because it's impossible because there were so many new couples that would come up and just stand there waiting to talk to us while we were talking to one group of people. And then somebody else would walk up and we start talking to them and somebody else would walk up and start talking to them. And then we look back to this other couple who we've tried to introduce and, but as a new couple, you're like, holy shit, that it's just deer in the head headlights. Yeah. And it's like, and you look up and like, oh, they're gone. And I'll talk to the bartender and she'll be like, oh yeah, they grabbed their stuff and left. Well, and, and I'd message her like, hey, we weren't blowing you guys off. It's just, it, there's so many people there. It's tough to, focus on that that much time with somebody. It really is. It, it got to the point where we were just like, well, maybe dinner beforehand sounds good. And yeah. then we connect there. We have at times found it difficult to make new connections at the club. Whether it's due to the loud music or us or them not being approachable. So we started going out for drinks or dinner prior to going to the club as a way to get to know new couples. And that has really helped break the ice. We do drinks. We're like, hey, you want to meet up for drinks or play a game of pool? And I don't think we've come across anybody that we couldn't, that was a dud. Yeah, but, uh, but I guess to circle back to an earlier, to an earlier question about why, why the first day was, why the first time was so not mingling with anybody, I think that might have been it also uh, as well. You know, we, as you mentioned, you were paraded as new cattle. And there are people that, there, there, there are definitely couples that love the newbies, <laughs> but for the most part, the noobs are, are not someone that anybody wants to gravitate with because nobody wants to 
the only ones who have the responsibility yes. of introducing someone or, 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 or something else or whatever the case might be. And it, 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 it's a hinder because there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of responsibility about explaining something as simple as consent. Yes. So. And usually it's a little bit slower too. I, I think that newbies with an experienced couple tend to be, the experienced couple tends to take step it back a, a notch and try to like take it slower. And at least I know from our experience with newbies, I am very, very particular on asking what are your rules before we even get into a room, before we even start anything up. I am very concerned about overstepping boundaries and making people uncomfortable. I really, really want to know that these people are comfortable with us, that they are wanting to do what they're doing, that we are not in any way forcing or pushing or, you know, being aggressive in any way. I want them to be comfortable. So our goal is that people come to the club and have a good time and want to come back. Yeah. I want them to leave and be like, that was awesome. I want to go back. And I can't wait. One of the reasons back. I love newbies is because I love being their Fresh first meat. experience. Because <laughs> I remember that first experience and how you go back that night and go, oh my God, that was our first experience. This is so memorable. And I, I like us to be that I know you do. moment in that, <laughs> that which makes them want to come. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.